0: How about just like living happy and healthy? Can't that be the dream? Like, and that being just enough. And that really was what Peloton kind of pushed me through. Like as far as I was told this, I knew that this was the truth, but something about these instructors, that's how they influenced me, that they let me know that, that I'm enough, that I don't need those labels. And that just like being the healthiest self and like waking up every day and like taking on the fitness challenge and physically moving your body and getting out of your head a little bit. That's like what life's about. So I think Peloton, that's what it taught me. And any of those instructors, any of them, like even the ones that I don't typically take, I know for a fact that they would say, you're doing good. Like you're complete exactly as you are.
1: It's more than just your output, more than a bike.
2: Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, Episode Two Twenty Three. This is
3: Crystal O'Keefe, and this is Tom O'Keefe. I guess uh, we should start by th- saying thanks to everybody that dropped by our Zoom call on Saturday.
2: Yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. We had some some really fun Peloton conversations, some fun non-Peloton conversations. Mm-hmm. We got deep. It was great. I love those combos.
3: Yeah, those are always fun. It's nice to just kind of hang.
2: Yeah. Plus, the audience kind of turned into our own personal little, uh, what do you call it, whenever you try ideas on them?
3: Focus group. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We had an impromptu focus group conversation, which was super fascinating. And anybody in our actual clip out group will be hearing more about that soon. But yeah, it was super cool. So if you guys ever get a chance and we're having one, make sure you drop by because they're tons of fun.
3: Absolutely. So that's just another reason to join the group, right? It is. That's where we tend to post that stuff. So yes, we get your little special link. So, but I don't want to get ahead of myself and shamelessly plug before you tell people what's coming up on the show this week.
2: Well, let's see. We've got, we've got stock issues to discuss and we'll do that with John Mills. And also we have Dr. Jen drop by and she's going to discuss periomenopause. So for all you guys who don't care about periomenopause, (laughs) you know, you just, Fast forward through that. And all you women who do, you might want to listen up.
3: Well, for some of the men, I would say you still might want to listen in case you have a woman in your life who is staring down the barrel of that.
2: Yeah, because specifically <laughs> it's about workouts during periomenopause. So like we don't get deeper, like too, yeah. too into discussion that you're not going to want to hear. And let's see, we also have MetPro dropping by and we talk all about carbing, carb loading for a triathlon when you have a special diet that you need to take into consideration. And then we're also going to talk about tons of different rumors that are swirling around Peloton. The instructors are in the news galore. Yeah, they are. And uh, so we're going to touch on all of the Peloton things.
3: Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart. Tune in wherever you find a podcast. You can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Also, if you want to leave a review, that's always helpful. Uh, we have a new review. Oh, This is from Felicia J.A. Oh, okay. And it says, I love Fridays. Who doesn't love Fridays? Add a new clip out episode to my morning Friday commute and it sets the tone for my day. This is the only podcast I come back to week after week. Keep being awesome. And the leaderboard name is Balanced Fee RN.
2: Oh. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. What a really, really nice review. Thank you.
3: And also, uh, we have our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page and join the group where you will get things like a link to our Zoom calls if you just want to hang out with us on a Saturday night sometimes. And you can sign up for our newsletter where every week we send the links to articles and pictures and things of that nature all in one easily digestible format in case you couldn't find them on our page or out in the wild. And you can do that at theclipout.com. And, of course, if you want to watch these episodes, they all live over at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash theclipout. And uh, they're all over there for you to, uh, to watch. You can watch them on your big screen if you're that much of a masochist.
2: Oh. Yeah, that's scary.
3: And finally, uh, if you want something to do that's uh, real easy to help the show, uh, just share it on social media. If you love Peloton, you probably have people in your life who love Peloton. They might like to know about it. So just click share, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or what have you, and let them know that we're out there. We would greatly appreciate it. that. So that's, uh, that's all of that. Uh, let's dig in, shall we?
2: We shall.
4: Run, lift, and live with John Mills.
3: So, uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is John Mills from Run, Lift, and Live. Hey, John, how's it going? I was about to go, hi.
5: How's
3: it going? There we go. How's it going? (laughs) Crystal Crystal did that to him before we started taping, so now he was all self-conscious. We've
2: been giggling since. He was
3: like, well, now I... I don't want to do it. Hi. Straight face. Hi. Yeah. Hi. I almost did it. I almost did it. <laughs> He's like, good morrow to you.
2: <laughs> uh, okay. Hmm. Well, let's dig into this. Yeah. Um,
3: I guess let's start with, uh, I guess, just all the stock stuff and how uh, people, analysts, are starting to kind of, uh, I don't know. What's the stocky, fancy way to say take a dump on Peloton stock? <laughs> There we go.
6: Well, you know, it was coming, right? Right. The script was written for them to to, to sell a story. And we kind of talked about that last week. And, you know, Motley Fool is good with finding those,
3: you know, those narratives. So I feel like Motley Fool is like one of those fake psychics (laughs) that. Right, they just keep saying things until you nod. Yeah, and then right. they're like, See, I, knew I, I, got "I knew it. I got it right."
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking somebody in your
3: life. Their name starts with a J or a K or an L, an L, <laughs> an M, an M. Okay, it's <laughs> M- 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 Margaret. Had something to do with your Michael. family?
2: No, not your family. Your friends? No, yeah. no. Uh, a <laughs> I- long lost lover. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh. like
6: I I don't know if their stuff is really. You know I mean it is right predicting. there in the title
2: the motley fool like they yeah, they're, they're like you're <laughs> a fool if you follow us i, I feel like they're telling you that <laughs> yeah i just like
3: i've never paid attention to them until we started doing this and Same. i i feel like there's always two articles on peloton there's yeah. a good one and a right. bad one and then right. in 5 years they can go see how right we were <laughs> yeah, yeah i
2: i think i think you're correct yeah. it's it's frustrating uh because they're saying that there's many reasons to avoid peloton stock so for people who haven't seen this article that's the gist and they're saying well because you know they had a bad earnings call and because they're uh the pandemic and then i mean accounting problems accounting problem really it's not accounting problems it's there was a treadmill recall like what is this accounting problems like they make it sound like that somebody's in trouble for embezzlement or something like what What is? why are they even using that phrase what is that about Like, seriously. Actually, on the
6: earnings call, uh, Jill Woodworth referenced an accounting. Error, which they weren't going to go back and change any of the previously reported earnings, but they she referenced it, so that reference is what they're talking about, and so then of course they explode that out.
2: Oh my god! What
6: big company that knows what they're doing would then have this issue? Like they they're like exploding that into something much larger than it really is. <sighs> but you know, I think it was to be expected. I actually wasn't surprised at all. And then they went back in time. They they pulled a Back to the Future on us they went back to and you know the, the pandemic's gonna be ended in a second and then what I mean how we've been hearing
3: that for how long yeah. we
2: have I mean at least eight months and well the yeah. pandemic is still with us folks in case you haven't been yeah. paying attention and it's not like
3: Peloton <laughs> did a marketing campaign where they're like and you can return your bike when the pandemic is over <laughs> it's like not you're they're still gonna have a bike and they're still gonna have a monthly subscription and maybe they won't sell as many but
2: yeah i mean i definitely think the pandemic fast forwarded their growth but like yeah it fast forwarded their growth i I, it doesn't change anything about the like the base that is peloton yeah uh whatever and then you know
6: of course we're going into i mean we're kind of in the slow season and busy season will start in october and so i mean it's a perfect kind of swell like a perfect time to go see and the numbers aren't looking i mean it's just a perfect thing. i can't and wait they, till october they, could have when taken this article it sounds just like an article they probably wrote in september of last year like, yeah it really is
2: and then it's going to be in october they're going to be like oh my god peloton is doing so well you guys should totally <laughs> buy the back. stock No <laughs> back They've overcome all of their obstacles this year. They're amazing. <laughs> 2 days later. No, be like, not. Oh no.
3: Oh no. <laughs> yeah. How could we know? No. <laughs> and then on the heels of that, Yahoo had an article about an analyst slashing their target price on Peloton to $45 a share.
2: Yeah, I mean, we just have to talk about this because it's ridiculous. Like really $45 a share? Come on. Come on. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he of... He went a little he went a little extreme. A little, Somebody
3: just wanted to see their bit. name on Yahoo News. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One dollar a share. <laughs> there you are right about su- me now?
2: <laughs> yeah. And a brutal quarter, guys. They're still making billions of dollars. Like what? You know how like uh, therapists will say like it's a catastrophic language? Yeah. Oh my god. These analysts are like the queens of catastrophic <laughs> language. A brutal quarter? <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you guys, but Peloton's still doing better than than most other businesses out there. So, I think I think this is I a bit the, extreme.
6: The headline is, is of course, um, you know, the clickbait. But, yeah. and, you know, and listening to it, the reasoning behind it, that's where I feel like it's so black and white. It's like they're not cons- they're not more broadly kind of considering things. No. So, so, I mean, you know, in my mind, and and they're going back to this, is it offensive or defensive stance? They're, they're back into that in this as well. They're, and they're heavy on this is defensive. You know, there's competitors. They got to do something. Maybe these and people then, work and,
2: for Echelon or something. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <Right>? <laughs> and then they're having in with this kind of movement of kind of, you know, selling the bike for a, a lower price. I mean, you know, big percentage of their revenue came from bike sales. So that's going to be a problem. Like it feels like they're not even thinking about the fact that ultimately you're trying to get that subscription revenue. So I don't know if that's a bad thing that you're changing that ratio. And we got other products coming so I mean, that's the unknown. That's the piece that you know we don't know, but I'm sure Peloton is well aware of. You know their expectations around who and how many units they're expecting to sell of whatever is coming. And I think there's a piece there that's kind of missing in all of these these articles.
2: Yeah, because if I remember from reading this correctly, which granted it irritated me, so I kind of <laughs> moved through it pretty quickly. But um, it was something to the effect of like, well, there. I'm saying $45 a month because their subscription fee is 40 and they just cut the bike price down by $400 and there was all this runway. So that was way too soon. They shouldn't have done that. So we're just going to value it at just slightly above their uh, revenue for how much they make in a given month off of one person, which I don't understand what that has to do with anything because (laughs) they're going to continue to have that revenue coming in of $40 a month. And who knows? It might go up whenever they add some of these other products in. But I don't know. It just felt very uh short-sighted. It felt very I don't know. I just want to have attention. It just, just felt arbitrary. like let me Yeah, let me have <laughs> right. a really big reaction so people pay attention to me. Yeah, and that's
6: my piece of it. It's like I kind of see these analysts or I, I kind of assume you know they're supposed to be uh predictive of the market with from a forward-looking perspective. And the way it's clear that these these kind of just generate <laughs> I guess clicks because that's not a kind of a forward-looking the, – the statements they're making don't consider some of the things coming down the pike. The fact that we're about to go into, um, you know, the holiday season, I, it just – what's going on in the news i mean it, it just uh, it doesn't seem like they're you know adding that to the equation
2: i agree but and and we knew i know it was coming we did we did and and i know that there's other analysts out there that don't agree with with what's happening and and there's right. there's positive articles out there i mentioned these because they were both pretty
3: inflammatory yes yes that's a
2: that's a great word that's a great word but you know they're unfortunately they're out there and unfortunately people who don't know much about the stock market are looking at those and making decisions about whether or not they want to invest in peloton and i just feel like i hope they read some other articles because to get a well balanced idea of what's actually happening those are the worst that you can read
6: i probably look crazy in my group because i'm like Look at this. What do you guys think of this? When all the time I'm going, this is nuts. Right? And then
2: people are like, John, you're crazy. I'm like, I just agreed with it." Like,
3: I'm just the messenger.
2: Yeah. I think it leads to great conversation. So keep doing what you're right. doing.
3: And then uh, you found an interesting article about uh, wearable fitness trackers and the explosive growth that they are anticipating in that space.
6: Yes, a research outlet did some, they're a fitness research outlet, and they ran a report on the expectations around wearable fitness trackers and growth over the next six years. And they, they're they expecting it to like triple. And they and based on their research, they're seeing kind of leading that or categ- the categories being running and cycling. And in reading it and kind of looking at the graphics that they were presenting, it just came to my mind like, well, okay, if if that's generally the category where someone would wear a wearable, and if we have some, it seems like we've got some insight around Peloton potentially releasing some type of wearable.
2: That's what we've been doing. Then told. wouldn't it
6: make most sense to drop that wearable when you're producing more
2: running type well, content? I think, or, I think that I, I got your point. And I think that if everything had gone the way that we planned without the pandemic, and I say we right. like the whole world, <laughs> then, like, yes. if you back up, right, then the tread actually would have gone on sale in America back in May, right? Right. Okay, so right. then that didn't happen, and but if it had, right, the wearable wouldn't have been ready to, to put out in the market yet. And right. so, so now here we are, knowing that the Tiger device is coming out in the fall, and so now it ends up being a lot closer to the tread, but that wasn't the original plan. So I think you have to go back and look at what the original plan was. Also, right. I have no idea what what this is going to be priced at, but I'm picturing this Tiger device as being kind of like an add-on, a less expensive kind of thing. And I think mm-hmm. that it's going to be easier to bundle it with a wearable at that point. Yeah. Because
6: that makes sense.
2: Yeah. And and also I think I know there's a lot of speculation around what this wearable is going to do but I think, this is just my own opinion, that it's going to be more of a bare bones thing. This is going to be for the people who don't have an Apple Watch. This is going to be for the people who don't have a Garmin and maybe they don't even have a Fitbit. This is something they want to track on all of their sports. They want to be able to put it on when they're working out. Maybe they wear it during the day. Maybe they don't but it's, it's specifically for working out and they want it to work across all modalities and so i think that this wearable is going to be for that person and so because of that i think it does make sense to put it out with the tiger because then it's like okay well now you have these other things you're going to be able to do that you're you're kind of being pulled into so this might be a good time to add on to to your fitness
6: that makes sense, I, I, and if that's the case, yeah, it, it probably doesn't have to tie so well. But I hope that they have a broader vision for this, because if you're looking at this report, if it if it has any credibility or credence, I don't know. But if it does, and if this market is truly going to triple in the next five to six years, if they put out a product product that actually is, is competes in this space, then you know they can they can get a slice of that. Like, so
3: I hope they're even if it starts the way you're
6: describing
2: you you, you hope there's a long term plan. Yeah, I there's think that there would be a,
3: a market for that. Like, I think the people that have their Apple Watch probably not. They you know like they it's all one ecosystem there and they're good. But like I could see people with Fitbits or Garmin's making the jump.
2: I mean, honestly, even right. you, Tom. Like, if not that you do Peloton, but I could see you being the kind of person that would buy this thing that I'm envisioning because you don't want to wear a watch all the time, I but hate you to would wear watches. But you would like to track yeah. what your heart rate is and to be able to see it. So if you were doing Peloton. I could see you being like, okay, yeah, you got me. I'll wear the thing when I'm working out, and not the rest of the time.
3: Especially if it's less expensive, and maybe they come out with you know two tiers.
2: I mean, I don't know if they're going to continue to do their better best. That certainly makes sense, and yeah. and I I think I think John, there is a place for what you're saying. I I think as a consumer, as a future investor, I'm like y'all better not piss off Apple too much. <laughs> like I think you you need to you need to tread yeah. carefully because really. Peloton can't do everything the best. Like, I love Peloton. I think everyone knows how much I love Peloton. But they cannot be the king of every single area. Like, it just doesn't work that way. So, to me, I want them to take a step in. And I want them to just take a step. I don't want them to just dive all the way in. But
6: That would align with, historically, kind of how they have moved in this space. So, it, it makes sense, everything you're saying. When I posted this... I was literally like thinking it out. Well, I hadn't pre-thought what I, I was really thinking it out as I was writing it. Yeah. So and I was answering my questions and then answering the <laughs> next asking the next question based on an assumed answer of the first question. So it was like really crazy. So, you know, first so first I was just like, wait a minute. If running is big and they got a tread, why don't they drop this? Yeah, Why no, I, I think it's a strength product. But it's a good question. It's a
2: good question to ask, you know, right. because right. because you do have to go back in time and look at everything, and and you know, right. we have the benefit of doing this this podcast every week, and we sit down and we talk right. through this. But but there's a lot of people that ask these questions that don't look at it from that perspective. They're just looking at it right. like, oh, I'm I'm picking up a Peloton thought process today and and they only think about today so i think i think it's good that you're asking these questions and i think it's good that we talk through it somebody else asked me a question today and i feel like it's kind of along those same lines about needing the long-term you need to look at the long-term effect of peloton to really get why he was asking but he was asking me do you think that they are going to take the bike uh trade-in program and also apply it to europe and I was like, I don't think that they will. I don't think that they will because people in America have had their bikes some as far yeah. back as 2014, and yeah. so that's the trade-in program. That's who we're talking to. The, you guys just got yours like a year and a half ago, so settle down, you know. <laughs> 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 With I mean, not that he was at oh, all. <laughs> yeah, not that he was like snotty about it at all. But I'm I'm just joking. I'm I, but I, in all seriousness, it would not make sense for Peloton in yeah. my mind to offer that. But like. From from Europe's standpoint, without really thinking that through, if you're a person in Europe that bought your bike, you are like, wait a minute, why aren't we getting that program? Because you haven't you haven't really thought through the past of Peloton because you don't do this podcast every week. (laughs) So why would you? (laughs) Because we're big nerds here. (laughs) (laughs) We are. (laughs) So, yeah. So, I mean, as
6: it relates to the tracker thing, I was just like spinning. So, So then I get to the second question and then I'm like, well, wait a minute. We, we kind of already got insight that these strength or computer vision-based product and the, and the uh, tracker will likely drop around a common time. So, you know, I'm, I'm talking through this running thing, but wait a minute, does this mean all of them are about to drop like in about 10 minutes, right? So then I come to that place, right? And then I start thinking, well, wait a minute, Beachbody's about to drop this Minx bike yeah. with the with the body interactive on September 21st. And so I just jumped to a whole nother topic. Then yeah, he like, did. Is this
2: defensive? No. Is this defensive? No, right, no, right. So, because, because we know for months. So, <laughs> we've known so for I, pop, months. I
6: post these questions all in that order. Like, I look like a straight psychopath in these
3: you,
2: questions. You did make some jumps. Crazy. You but did but make I, some I jumps. I would
3: say that, like, I don't think the creation of the product is defensive, but perhaps the timing of the announcement is.
2: Oh, that could be. You know, like, yeah. why
3: not? Like, oh, you're going to announce that? Well, we'll drop our thing on top of you. And now, right. who's going to talk about you? Yeah. You know? Which actually might actually be offensive. But yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, and that
6: came to mind at the end of it. I went, I, I, I came to this conclusion in answering all my prior questions while writing it that the stuff is about to drop in 10 minutes. And if it does, what does that mean for body interactive? Like, that's what I came to. Anyway, I think I took it way too far. No, well, I don't, I don't actually, necessarily I don't think, think so. you did. I,
3: and I, th- I think, you know, them using their muscle to kind of suck up all the oxygen in the market from a promotional standpoint is not a bad play.
2: Didn't not they do that? Play. Didn't they do that whenever Apple did their big Apple Fitness Plus release? Wasn't it like on the same day or they the day real before? They were close
3: together. I'm not sure who stepped on who, but like it was definitely like they were in quick succession.
2: Yeah. yeah,
6: and and then they and then they hosted that quick call
2: on the same day. They were trying that to all, they were trying to pull attention away. Yeah, uh, yeah and you know what, John? Regardless of whether or not you're right about any of this or anything else, I think that you're starting to think like these analysts because I six
3: I I that think ain't good. Th- that right there, I, that, is, that is fighting work. <laughs> Peloton will be at $2 a share. But, but hear me
2: out. Hear me out. I think I think that the analysts will be saying that it's, it's a defensive move, not offensive. Yeah. And I think yeah. that they will be very suspicious whenever Peloton drops their wearable, even though we've been talking about it for months, because they don't pay attention to this podcast. So I think... I think that you are starting. I think you're giving them ideas. So you you know what? If you're
6: right, if they drop this any time in the vicinity of September 21st, yeah, we're gonna hear all we of it. There's gonna be yeah. all these analysts talking about this defensive stuff. You're, yeah, you're right. So. Maybe I am thinking like an analyst now. This ain't good. I need to go drink some sweet tea. He's insulting. You know, or you or should
2: something. or you should go write for I don't know, Yahoo Finance or something like that and make some cash off of it.
3: I should be a ghostwriter for Motley Fool or No. Awesome. Well, assuming you're still here next week and not a not working for Yahoo Finance, where can people find you? Well, they can find me on Facebook at my Run Lift and Live group or page.
6: They can find me on Instagram, Run Lift and Live, or at runliftandlive.com.
3: <laughs> Thank you.
6: Thanks. <laughs> cool. Talk to you guys later. Bye. So,
3: uh, you know, if you're looking to add something different to your cardio routine and you've ever wanted to learn how to box or kickbox from real fighters, you should think about Fight Camp.
2: You should, because Fight Camp brings the boxing and kickboxing gym right to your home with full body workouts that you'll actually look forward to and a free standing punching bag that can take your hardest hits.
3: Fight Camp is made for beginners all the way up to experienced boxers who want to box from home with several different paths that you can follow that teach you the skills along the way paired with workouts to reinforce your new learnings.
2: It comes with all the gear you need to box at home, and it's great for kids. Fight Camp is one of the only home workouts that are safe for kids to do because there's no heavy weights and no spinning wheels. And as soon as most people get their Fight Camp bag, the kids are always the first to walk up and want to try it.
3: Fight Camp uses new tech that tracks each punch you throw to measure speed, volume, and output so you can follow your progress.
2: You can pay for your Fight Camp over 24 months for less than the cost of a boxing gym and get it right away. Plus, Fight Camp offers free shipping with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Just go to joinfightcamp.com slash clip.
3: That's joinfightcamp.com slash clip.
2: To get free shipping on Fight Camp, just go to joinfightcamp.com slash clip.
1: Getting the Psychological Edge with Dr. Jen.
3: So joining us once again via the magic of Zoom tube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. She was also a 5-year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics and she also has an app called No More Diets you should check out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dr. Jen. Hello.
2: Hi. Hey. I have another fun question for you from our community yes. <laughs> I don't know what you'll think of this one I uh- <laughs> Okay, this is from Erica Dunmeyer. Uh, the perimenopause is real and it's as awful as it sounds. I agree with her. Uh, as we get older, men and women, our metabolism and hormones take our mi- take on minds of their own. So how can we adjust our workouts to help with the biological chaos that is happening? Mood swings, stubborn belly fat, weight gain, and other fun physical side effects, just to name a few. It's like being a moody teenager all over again, minus the acne.
4: I still have the acne. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) and does she say in this how often she's working out or anything that she's doing right now
2: no but i know erica denmeyer Mm -hmm. does work out a lot um because she's she's a regular so
4: yeah and and look i would definitely say obviously you want to always check with your doctor and see what they recommend and you also want to look at what helps your mood the most because it sounds like the weight and the mood were the two things that jumped out at me the most that are impacting you. And so what you want to really do is look at what are the workouts that give you the most joy? What are the ones that change your mood the most? I know the other day, um, at my house, one of my daughters was in a bad mood and she's not like super into Peloton. She's very athletic, but I said to her, I was like, you know, I'm about to work out. Why don't you come work with me, work out with me? And she did, we did three classes together and she's like, that totally changed my mood. Aww. So I really looking at it was so much fun to work out with her. But I think looking at what are the workouts that change your mood the most? What gives you the most endorphins? What gives you the best mood change? Who are the instructors who you really connect to that can be those people who you really look at when you're like, okay, I'm really feeling moody. I'm really feeling down. You know, they have a whole series right now of kind of mood runs, walks and, and classes that are happy classes, confident classes, sad classes, that can help you get in touch with sort of what you're really in the mood for Kendall has some great mental health rides that are really terrific and very inspiring. And also just to look at like, who is it that really lifts you up? I know like for me lately, since Robin has been back from maternity leave, I've been very into Robin because she's so inspiring and she's so cool. And I love that she's come back so beautifully from being out for maternity leave. I find that really inspiring. But I think that that's a key thing. Obviously, you want to talk to your doctor about like weight-bearing exercises and, and uh, bones and all that sort of stuff. But I, I also do think that there is a level of acceptance that we have to have about our changing bodies. that as long as we are doing healthy things, as long as we are working out, we're feeding our body the food that it needs and also allowing ourselves to have some fun foods that allow us to really relax and enjoy food and not just be quote-unquote like perfect eaters, which I think is not good for our psyche necessarily. I think that we also have to kind of accept that our bodies are going to change and that that needs to be okay to some degree that we need to really work on embracing, hey, this body has gotten me this far. It's done some amazing things. I know that there are times where like I look at my C-section scar and I just go, how amazing that I carry two babies in me, twins, by the way, and they're these beautiful, amazing human beings and that I have run a marathon and that I have done all these amazing things with this body. It may, not, it may have some dimples in the wrong places and may not be exactly what I wish it was, but it's beautiful and it serves me and I'm grateful. I think we could all
2: say that a little more
4: to ourselves.
3: <laughs> See, I have the advantage that I didn't start working out till I was 50. So, <laughs> so I, mine is getting better.
4: <laughs> That's a great point. You joke, but I do think it's really cool that you can look in the mirror and say, okay, at 50, I started on this incredible journey and my body is changing. And look, my dad is in his early eighties and my dad and Eric, work out on tonal. And my dad's biceps are amazing, like from working out. So it's like, I think that we have to really give our bodies more credit. And I think we also have to really look at when are we being hypercritical? When are we comparing ourselves to airbrush Instagram models and, you know, magazine models, which is just not realistic. I mean, I remember a quote, I think it was like Cindy Crawford or one of those 80s models who was like, you know, even I don't look like Cindy Crawford and I am Cindy Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is airbrushed. And, you know, we, we need to put that in perspective for ourselves.
3: Absolutely. Definitely. And, you know, I want to circle back to something you said just to to point out to people, you know, every every time you're on here, I start with kind of rattling off your your credentials. So people understand that you're worth listening to. And I think you just said something that proves you're worth listening to more than any of those credentials, which is you gave advice to your teenage child and And then they they did (laughs) What
2: I know because your daughters are the same age my daughter is. And if I say that to my daughter, she's like. What's, I'm good, Mom. You know, what sort of
3: witchcraft <laughs> are you doing?
4: You know, it's a lot of people have been trying to get me to write a book about parenting teens because I actually have teenagers who love to spend time with me and I love to spend time with them and we <sighs> hang out a lot. Aww. So it, it, it's I, I do have some magic witchcraft up my sleeve. Oh, I, am,
2: I am very yeah. jealous of that. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy every moment. <laughs> I really am. I really am.
3: I look forward to to, uh, to tweaking the intro to saying five best-selling books.
4: <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> <laughs> me too, once I find the energy to write that next one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, until next time, where can people find you?
4: Um, you can find me uh, in Style Magazine, Hump Day with Dr. Jen, every Wednesday. I have a new column that comes out. Also on Instagram, all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat,
2: day money back guarantee and 100 percent satisfaction find your pair at gooder.com slash tco and use code tco to get free shipping new instructors
3: we have more new instructors.
2: We do. So uh, it's really cool because all three tread instructors were announced last week. They're all doing their premiere live runs this week. Awesome. So we're starting with Kirsten Ferguson. Uh, she had her premiere run on Monday night. I have heard so many amazing things. Her energy was fabulous. She was just amazing and Not only is she our newest running instructor, she is a proud mom of two. And, you know, we don't have a lot of instructors that are moms. We have a few. We have a few. But it's really cool to have a brand new one already have kids. So, I think that's really
3: neat. And then we also have... Daniel McKenna.
2: Yeah and his premiere run was this Tuesday and I have heard again nothing but amazing things. Uh, he has a great energy is what I'm hearing like he's and he's really funny and he has an amazing Irish accent <laughs> which all the ladies are very excited about. He is originally from Ireland uh, so he ha- that's why he has the Irish accent. That would Irish be accent. weird if
3: he d- wasn't.
2: I mean there are, <laughs> there are people unfortunately that do that but, um, but no this is a, a, a really Real accent uh, and he talks about in his video that that we're showing right now that like he was born in Ireland and they came from uh, not a lot of means and so he's worked very hard to make it where he is and so I think that's pretty cool we also don't ha- I mean there's not a lot of instructors that talk about humble beginnings maybe right. they have them but they haven't talked about them so sure. I think that's pretty cool and unique as well so if you haven't had a chance to take that I recommend it and if you want to follow him on Instagram it's the Irish
3: underscore yank. And then there's a third instructor who we don't have video for yet because uh, it hasn't come out as of this recording.
2: That is correct. And and uh, Marcel Dinkins is the third instructor, and uh, she is doing her premiere run tonight. So it's Wednesday, September 1st. And I am very excited to see hers as well. I think this is a really fun trio of instructors. I like that they... They are very different from the instructors that we have on the tread now. Yeah. I like that there's there's a lot of energy and I like that there's two women. And so I'm excited about this. I am planning to take all three of these runs tomorrow morning, back Ooh. to back to back, because they're, they're each 20 minutes. Okay. And so I thought that that would be a good way. I wanted to do them all this week, but I was doing my tonal because I'm back on tonal and I had to get my strength in. So now I'm going to get my cardio in tomorrow. So 60 minutes starting off the day. Awesome. Very
4: excited instructors in the news
3: peloton released a video this week of uh, peloton instructors surprising peloton members yeah
2: so uh this is this is pretty fun uh apparently peloton invited several members to like come in to uh, the studio and do like a video to the instructors thanking them for like being awesome (laughs) and uh then unbeknownst to these members The instructors were there and they came out to surprise them and meet them. And uh, the video is heartwarming. I mean, I was like fully prepared for how sweet it was going to be. And I was like, oh, yeah, I already know it's going to be really sweet. So I'm not going to cry. And I still ended up in tears by the end. (laughs) I still ended up in tears. I just like seeing people meet the instructors that just mean so much to them and especially in this year of the the pandemic where we haven't been able to go to the studio, we haven't been able to see the instructors that mean so much to us in person. This is just amazing and heartwarming and uh, it's really cool. You can see that it's COVID times. Yeah, because <laughs> you're
3: like, am I allowed to hug you? you? What, yeah. are the, what are the rules? <laughs>
2: and they all they all kind of stay away Uh, but it's, it's just the coolest and uh, this last one was my my favorite, Dr. G, and seeing her meet Dr. Chelsea Jackson-Roberts for the first time, it gets me every mm-hmm. time I watch this. I'm getting goosebumps again. like <laughs> 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 Because they both just have such like warm lights within them and you can just see how sincere they both are. It's just, oh, gets me every time. I
3: like how they were shown from both angles at once. Yes. I think that was well done.
2: <laughs> Very cool. I love that Peloton did that. And I love that they shared it so that we could all see it.
3: A few weeks back, we announced that uh, Christine D'Arcole was getting engaged or got engaged. Mm-hmm. And so now she's uh, trying on wedding dresses. Don't worry. These are not the ones she selected. Yeah. So she's not ruining anything for the... F- for the groom.
2: Well, I would hope not because she put it on social media. Right. So it was hey. it's her own fault. Yeah. It's not like we're following <laughs> her around with a telephoto lens. We
3: don't we're not above it. We just don't have that kind of budget. <laughs>
2: uh, no, but she tried on these. She said these were like half of them and she talked about what she liked and didn't like about each one. Also, she asked she's kind of crowdsourcing this. she's like, you guys tell me what you like on each one. She's wanting to know people's opinions on them. So if you haven't seen it, you can go to her Facebook, uh, her Peloton Facebook, which is Christine Dear Dash Peloton, and find the post, and you can then vote on your favorite. I'd like favorite details in each dress. So I thought it was funny. Even John Mills voted. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> like everybody is out there voting. I love it.
3: <laughs> and then a uh, a sad, sweet, touching story about one of the Marines who died in the attack in Afghanistan with the suicide bomber. Kendall wrote a, a, a very nice post about her.
2: She did. Yeah. Um, so it was it was Nicole G. That was the Marine yes. uh, in question. And she was also a Peloton member. And um, so I guess that Kendall did not know Nicole like they never met. But I guess some people reached out to Kendall and said that, you know, Nicole was following her on Instagram and she had tagged Kendall in three stories this past Winter and it just meant So much to Kendall that like This this woman was out there And she feels like Kind of bad that they didn't connect right. um, But she also did this wonderful Tribute to her and to her family And uh, the lesson that she Left was you never know who you touch Connect with or make an impact on I Feel grateful that I may have made a slight Impact on you Nicole but know your Impact on my life will be forever Far greater. Your spirit will never be knocked out. Thank you. Uh, whew.
3: Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. On a significantly lighter note, InStyle magazine featured Chelsea Jackson Roberts and sharing her five favorite stretching yoga poses.
2: Yeah. So if you uh, check out InStyle um, or if you get our newsletter, you'll be able to get all of these articles. Just a reminder, uh, there's actually Chelsea explaining each Of the different moves and there's like An image of her doing them and uh, She explains how to do them And why you should do them more importantly Why you should do them so I think that's pretty cool
3: yeah absolutely And there's a little gif there or if you're Weird a gif (laughs) (laughs) Staking Out that I'm not scared To take on the hot topics (laughs) It's gif (laughs) It is gif so we talked last week about how Sonos uh, was doing stuff with Emma Lovewell, where she was had a, what a playlist for a national park.
2: Yes, yeah. yes, and there were a bunch of people doing the national park playlist.
3: And now Pop Sugar writes about another Emma Lovewell crafted playlist for Sonos. Yes, and this one for an ab workout.
2: Yeah, and and specifically what this article is about is to how to create the perfect workout playlist, which is why I included it because so many people ask why or how rather instructors come up with the playlist they do. Mm-hmm. So I thought this would be another good way to share with people. But yes, there is also a 10-minute core workout. Uh, But this article will tell you exactly why she picked the classes or why exactly she picked the songs she did for that National Park playlist. So if you were curious, you can find out by reading that Pop Sugar article.
3: Peloton gets a quick mention in the New York Post. They had an article about people trying to lose pandemic weight before they have to return to the office. And they spotlighted, (laughs) spotlit, uh, three different uh, people who had gone through that moment and one of them was terry lynn brumfield from texas yes and she talks about how she did it with the help of jess sims and ally love and cody rigsby i also think it's interesting that that's one sentence in this article and the url of this article is nypost.com date and then peloton dash fasting
2: yeah because everybody knows peloton gets the clicks <laughs>
3: And then Marie Claire writes about U.S. Open star Sloane Stevens talking about uh, mental health. And Toonday gets a mention in there.
2: She does. Yeah. And it's just a a quick mention, but it's really cool to see people, any kind of athletes, mentioning Peloton instructors. It's just we've come such a long way (laughs) when nobody knew who Peloton was to people (laughs) who are starring uh what i there's i don't know what other word to use other than starring They're but they're in the u.s open and they're like hey toonday keeps me on track mental health wise like that's amazing yeah
3: (laughs) and that i mean and it's not like toonday's an instructor that's been there for the entire run right it's just been a little over a year since she guess, a year and a half ish since she debuted and that she's already just gets name dropped to marie claire like she's been famous forever
2: yes so funny crazy times
3: Clip out. Joining us today, once again, via the magic of ZoomTube, it's Angelo Fumet Pro. Hello.
2: Hi. Hey,
1: guys. Thanks for
2: having me back. Well, thanks for joining us again. Uh, we have another question for you. So, we always put you to work when you show up.
5: Let's do it. Uh, <laughs>
2: <Let's do> it. <laughs> uh, this one comes from Dina Silver Pokadoff. Uh, she would like to know, she says she's looking for ideas on how to carve up for a triathlon. But here's the kicker. Here's the trick question. She doesn't eat white flour or wheat flour or rice flour. Or Go.
3: carbs.
5: <laughs>
1: oh, <Okay. laughs> Or food. No. Uh, actually, um, Dina, that's a pretty straightforward one. That's an easy one. Oh. Um, I always say it depends. So instead of saying depends, I'll say this isn't the only answer. But here's kind of my, my first reaction to that. Uh, potatoes and bananas. Oh. Now, here's the trick. So if you prefer, I'm guessing you probably because you're avoiding the wheats, you're probably used to maybe eating some sweet potato or yam. And so the challenge there is can be getting enough volume. So the trick is mashed potato mashed sweet potato and you can actually get a little bit more volume taking off the skin uh, it takes of course out a little bit of the fiber which isn't going to be a bad uh, bad thing in this case uh, but i find that it's a little easier to eat and don't it's still voluminous enough to where you're not going to want to try and do this in one meal dina you're going to want to spread it out over the day a day or two before depending on how you like to carb load uh, before your events but I think that would be a great option. And in between, add an extra banana or two for a day or two before. And that's a really simple way of getting extra carbs. Now in the bodybuilding world, when I'm doing a carb increase for some of my clients, we'll actually use white potato. Now there's some caveats. It is a little higher glycemic, but in this case, that's not always a bad thing. You have to see if your body tolerates it. So you never wanna experiment. Even a healthy food, you don't want to experiment race day. So what you want to do is before you want to try these things out, and you could try either sweet potato, yam, white potato. And most people tell me they do pretty well with banana, especially if they have a gluten intolerance, they're staying away from flours and weeds, things like that. So there's a couple things you could try adding into your normal routine.
2: Can she add butter to any of these? Because you talk. her t- on
1: the butter. Just mm-hmm. let no no. no. The, I was like, really?
2: <laughs> you had me. You said that so seriously. I thought we got to add butter, and <laughs> I was going to go do like some kind of triathlon just I say, so I could have a I sweet we, potato. We
3: just take out the no and editing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's all in the editing. Yeah. <laughs> no. So here's the catch with that. So if you're just increasing gradually over a few days, your carbohydrate intake. As long as you're keeping your fats in check and within reason, you know, I don't want you to clog your arteries all in one sitting. Don't cut off two sticks of butter. But no, that's not the end of the world. Typically with race day in mind. What you want is as much of the available carbohydrates to be basically used as energy, which means slow it, uh, increasing the digestive time, not slowing it down. When you add fat to a meal, that's going to slow down the digestion rate and how quickly your body utilizes that. That's actually usually a good thing when we want to look at Steady energy, balanced meals include a little bit of fats. Now, typically, my go-to fats are going to be the healthy oils and avocados and things like that. But no, it would not be the end of the world. Of course, degree, Degree is the key. <laughs> moderation. If there's a little bit of butter here and there mixed in to make some mashed sweet potatoes or something like that, especially the day before or a couple of days before the race.
3: So, does it make a difference if it's butter versus margarine?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> gonna start, get out there pitchforks and knives if I give the wrong answer. You can actually use either. And okay. for the, the purposes of, of this, uh, of answering that question, they're both going to act similarly okay i'll okay. leave it up to you guys to debate which one's the healthier one
2: okay gotcha <laughs> okay. awesome got it. All so right. you
3: just added a potato for what you have me doing
5: mm-hmm. uh-huh. just
3: got it which i first i thought was just racial profiling because i'm irish and uh <laughs> but i'm relieved to hear that you recommend it to other people <laughs> i was a little worried but um so when you were when you were saying you about the skin was i supposed to eat the skin
1: you can eat the skin. Oh, oh, that's, that's gross. Like do I have part to? Everyone eats the bacon. No. Everyone yeah. eats okay. the
2: bacon. Well, not everyone. It's not crazy to eat the skin of the potato, Tom. We've been we've been over this.
1: I
3: don't want to eat the skin of the potato. It's okay. Well, not a billy goat.
2: Oh, oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God.
3: I eat the potato part of the potato. I love Cheetos. I don't eat the package. I do not know.
1: Tom is a little particular huh? about it. <laughs>
3: A smidge. A little bit. Yeah. That's why I'm with Crystal. Aw. See? I like Aww. how you turn that around. That's what I do. That was
1: good. Good save. Yes.
3: Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, until next time, where can people find you?
1: Netpro.co slash TCO.
3: Nuts.com is the best kept secret of savvy snackers across the country.
2: It it sure is. And, and I'll tell you why. It's because it's not... Just nuts at nuts.com. You can get anything you can. Well, not anything, but you can get a lot. You can get things like like pantry items, like baking mixes, pasta and more. And my favorite thing are the bourbon pecans. Those are to die for. (laughs) They also have tons of things like white chocolate, toffee cashews. And another thing that is in my very, very top three chocolate covered coffee beans.
3: Those are amazing. It merges your two favorite things.
2: Chocolate and coffee. (laughs) Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) It's the simple and convenient way to have nutritious, delicious, healthy nuts, dried fruit, flowers, grains, and so many other high-quality foods delivered straight to your door.
2: You can choose from over 4,000 products and their are healthy kid family snacks like strawberries and custom trail mix also available.
3: Plus the all raw, organic, roasted, salted and candied nuts you can imagine.
2: <laughs> Easy to navigate website with great photos of the products. And it's a family run business that takes pride in getting you the freshest items.
3: Nuts.com is your one stop online pantry shop.
2: Delivery is fast and most orders ship the same day.
3: New Nuts.com customers get free shipping on your first order when you text TCO to 64000.
2: So text TCO to 64000 to get free shipping on your first order from Nuts.com. That's TCO to
3: 64000. Terms apply. Available at Nuts.com slash terms.
4: Peloton in the news.
3: So they announced that there will be no live classes in England from September 4th through September 13th.
2: Yeah, and it's funny because on our Zoom call the other night, uh, Danielle Verway was on the call, and she was predicting during that Zoom call, we were talking about where all the instructors were in the world, right. that um, because Robin had been in the UK recently, she felt that they were very close to opening up the UK studio, the long-term one. So way back, for people who are new to Peloton, way back before the pandemic, Peloton was getting ready to take the, the small studio that they opened opened and open the large long-term studio in the uk well then the pandemic happened and everything shut down so they were unable to open the studio as planned so fast forward to now we think it's going to happen between 9-4 and nine thirteen, or shortly thereafter maybe they're doing like all the opening activities 9-4 to 9 but it's coming it's coming soon
3: awesome And then Shape.com writes about Peloton and their continued anti-racism initiative.
2: Yeah. And I'm not going to go into the initiative itself. I just really thought it was cool that Shape.com did an entire feature on it. We talked about this a couple of times and we talked about it recently. It was the one year since Mm -hmm. the initiative dropped. And uh, if you go to one Peloton pledge, you can read the entire pledge. But Peloton has done so many things since they started this. And this article talks through all of that. And it also talks through the uh, series that Chelsea Roberts and Chelsea Jackson Roberts and Day did together. And I think that it's just really cool that this entire thing got
3: highlighted. Also, there are now uh, subtitles available for live classes.
2: Yeah, I forgot to mention this last week, but it's been rolling out on bikes for a couple of weeks. And um, so subtitles have been available for a while now on classes that you take that are on demand. Mm -hmm. But now they're on live classes. Although I'm curious to see how long this is going to last or if somebody gets in trouble because kid you not during a live class the other day it said are you horny (laughs) (laughs) in the subtitles and that is not i'm not answering that that is not (laughs) what the instructor said at all i'm gonna
3: have to say not answering that kind of an answer moving on (laughs) now i've embarrassed you yes (laughs) but i i think it I would think typing that up on the fly in real time has to be... Extra- I don't think they
2: are typing it up. You think
3: it's just all speech to text? Oh, yeah. That's totally
2: speech to text. Gotcha. nobody's ty- There's no way they have time. It's instant.
3: Okay. That makes sense. I guess because in my head, because it's been around for years, way before speech to text was really yeah. a thing. I just always pictured somebody sitting there trying to keep up. But I guess, yeah, in today's world, they don't need to do that anymore. No. But you will have horny moments like you sure will The, the <laughs> aforementioned one I'll what be were curious. they trying to say do you i know? have
2: no idea i was just like what <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what the instructor said because that didn't stick in my mind but are you horny sure did <laughs> <laughs>
3: here i thought those towels were for sweat oh tom <laughs> uh that came out last week that peloton has been subpoenaed by the doj and I still cannot figure out this one, the Department of Homeland Security.
2: I have no idea. A lot of people have asked that. What's up with the Homeland Security? I don't know the answer to that. I have no idea if that's a misprint or if, if it is really I mean, the it, Homeland Security. It says and it in
3: tons of articles. I know. But yeah. honestly,
2: these days, that means nothing because yeah. people just pull from another article. But totally. But even if it is true, what on earth could that have to do with any of this? Yeah. Because it's about the treadmill injuries. So like, what does Homeland Security have the to do with that? The only thing
3: I could think is Homeland Security also deals with cybersecurity. And so like but nobody's really mentioned any of that like I don't get what that has to do with the treadmill injuries it seems like that would be a whole different thing so I I mystified
2: I don't know I mean I think we all can agree that the government has a whole lot of weird bureaucracy and so um It's probably something none of us can fathom because it makes no logical sense. (laughs) That's fair. But at any rate, uh, we don't really know anything about this. Peloton just kind of like quietly put out there that like, yeah, we've been subpoenaed and that's it. We don't know anything else about it. Why? Yeah. What's going to happen next? What it looks like? Yikes.
3: So watch this space.
2: In
4: case you missed it,
3: And then finally a while back we talked about how There was a Peloton Account that claimed To be the Washington Post And there was much debate about whether Or not it was real and it it, it was real And now we know Finally who was running it
2: Yeah So you'll need to scroll down Because I can't remember The details But uh, I do remember That it was a guy That worked there And he announced The other day That he was leaving And as soon as he left uh, Then this person Was able to find out Finally who it was So it was uh, What is this guy's name Ryan, like? Ryan Kellett. Kellett So it was the post Most senior director Of audience And so And after this article Was written She did have an update Uh it's a he the the, the author is the author sorry the author then verified that like i i did verify with kellett himself yes it was him um and so that happened and (laughs) and apparently the article says i can't explain the secrecy around any of this like i have no idea it
3: sounds like this guy runs their other stuff like he ran their tiktok and and stuff like that so i don't know why they didn't want to tell people but uh so i guess now that that account has been handed off to somebody else i guess now to run that department you have to be a peloton
2: user i don't i don't (laughs) know it'll be it will be interesting because uh i when i posted this and the first time we talked about it too i had so many people reach out to me and tell me that they had gotten high fives from this account i mean it is it is a well known account that high fives i mean not as bad as some people who spam <laughs> and follow you from ride to ride yeah. and won't leave you alone. But um, at any rate, that mystery solved, and I love how fun they were that they were like, "I have been ridiculously obsessed with this for months, preoccupied." <laughs> and they were, and the tagline said, "The dumbest mystery has been solved." <laughs>
4: <laughs> Checking in with the Peloton community.
3: Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Natalie Oven. Hey, Natalie, how's it going?
0: Hey, how's it going? You sound exactly the same that way that <laughs> here <on> the podcast.
3: <laughs> Should I try and do a difference? Of, you know, you know. <laughs> no, you join exactly. us today. <laughs> via the magic of ZoomTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The filter takes out the accent. We don't know what happens.
2: If you're out there and you're not watching YouTube, you need to watch because Natalie is laughing so hard and she's adorable. (laughs) (laughs) So I know you already know this, Natalie, but I'm going to change up our interview today. Normally, I always start with like my certain questions that I do, but we're going to go down a different road because you have a different kind of story. So I want you to kind of start with like, a little bit of your career and like why you made a change because of health reasons, like kind of lead us through all of that. Your story is really interesting. Well, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was 16. So I knew that I had
0: to throughout my life that I was going to have to take things carefully. I guess I would say it is affected by stress and specifically how like you handle stress as well as like diet, exercise and things like that. I mean, it's not a cure or anything for Crohn's, but it certainly is just something you have to look out for. I knew that going into the whole, like, I'm going to be a lawyer thing. Um, but it was. <laughs>
5: I guess it's kind of a so?
0: stressful career. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was like, I didn't really know what else to do because I'm like really bad at math. Um, <laughs> And I just read and write and argue. And so like,
3: (laughs) I should have been a lawyer. Now I know I missed my window. And
2: what kind of attorney, like, what were you specializing in? So I
0: chose to be a prosecutor and that was like my lifelong dream. And since I was like, I wouldn't say lifelong, I guess 12 was when I knew it. And then I just went straight from law school to the assistant state attorney's office. And pretty quickly, like my goal was to prosecute homicide cases, but pretty quickly I got, went from being a like misdemeanor then you do felony cases and then they put you into like a specialized unit if you don't want to stay in felony anymore so i ended up doing crimes against children not doing the crimes for well, sure yeah, <laughs> I, that's, uh, thanks yeah. for
5: the clarification we weren't going to get letters
0: <laughs> not doing the crimes yeah. but handling those cases and then at some point i guess like after so many trials the stress really did start to get to me but there was one day I felt like a flutter, felt a saw like a side weird thing with my eyes. So a friend had told me she had like a retina tear. And said, oh, you better check that out because that's not good. So I immediately went to an eye doctor and he basically, he was very insensitive in the way he gave me my diagnosis, but he was like, well, there's no retina tear, but you know, that tumor right there is kind of strange. And I'm like, what, what tumor? He's like, well, you know about the tumor, right? Like there's a tumor. (laughs)
3: Like a way to bury the lead. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Jeez. And and I was like, huh? (laughs) And he's like, you don't even need to be dilated. I could see a tumor. And he was like talking very like matter of factly, kind of like didn't realize he was unloading like a bomb.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. And that's how I found out. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember what the name of it was, but it was a very specific thing. Yes. So the condition's called IIH. It's called
0: idiopathic intracranial hypertension. So like even your brain is stressed, I guess, is the way that the diagnosis is. It's also called like the the scientific name, pseudotumor
3: cerebri. Like, wait, Um, that wasn't the scientific name? (laughs) No. (laughs) That's just his walking around name? (laughs) Got that name in college at a party? Like what?
5: Yeah. yeah
0: now the first one was like the, the slang. It was like okay. I hate. You know? That's its fun name, right? Yeah. <laughs> it is a crazy diagnosis because it's like a fake tumor, so it's like. But it wasn't I- I fake. Around. It was
2: there. So what does that even mean? Yeah. What's
3: because it still sounds like it does all the all the tumor things. So like, what's the difference between a fake one and a real one?
2: Does that mean it's not cancerous? Correct. Okay. Okay. Well, they ought to say that. Like, right. the tumor is still there. Yeah, <laughs> they need
3: to lead with the non cancerous part, too. Like, that's like everything about this. Like, they like IIH needs a publicist or something like this is I'm not trying to make fun of your situation it's just, Please do. It's, just Please do. it's weird it about is. how it's named and what they call it okay so I'll try to not be a jerk try it it's a big ask so what exactly does it do compared to like a quote unquote regular tumor
0: it presents almost exactly the same okay so some people get like horrible horrible migraines like not functioning lots of vertigo it's it's just like a bunch of pressure that just kind of like builds up from my understanding. So I'm not the doctor. I'm just kind sure, of like sure, sure. some people, it's so bad that the only choice they have is to like get operated on. What? Yeah. So they don't exactly remove it, but they put like a piece in it that like makes the fluid pump better. Oh my um, gosh. So it's just a very strange disease, but I have more to talk to you about. Okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Basically when the it's not very well, like it's not around a lot. It's about one in one hundred thousand people end up getting diagnosed with it, but it typically only happens to fat. So, and this is how, the way it was phrased to me: fat or overweight females in their childbearing years.
2: So,
3: Whoa! Your doctor sounds like a real charmer. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Is this
2: all the same guy? Because I hope are, you never went back to him again.
3: Are you? Are you? Well, and <laughs> hang on. Maybe she should stick with him. Is he Doctor House? <laughs>
2: Because that's the only doctor the, that we would let it get away with that. Yes, because it's what he sounds
3: like at the moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's like all who it affects typically. So they do notice like if you lose weight, there is like drastic reduction in the pressure that's behind your eyes and they don't know how or why. What? Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like a, I remember sitting there going, like, well, I'm not the fattest girl in the world. Not that, like, you know, I try to have a very body positive, like, lifestyle, but because, like, there's been a time when the Crohn's was really bad where I couldn't put on weight. So, you know, I try to be more balanced, I guess, as far sure. as like how I feel about weight. But <laughs> yeah, no, the doctor was like, it only happens to fat women. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? Oh my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I bet you were feeling great. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You're like, thanks, Doc. I, I thought the tumor was going to be the thing that made me feel the shittiest today. But uh, you're on a real roll, though. But you really, you're really, you really kicked that down a notch or two on the old feeling shitty list. So,
0: yeah, thanks. And then the medicine they prescribe you is actually a diuretic, which is like that's what they give. Yeah, so it's very strange. They give it to people specifically, like in the military, who are dealing with altitude sickness. And that's sort of what they give. That's what they give us. So I ended up leaving that particular doctor and going good. to Mayo Clinic. Okay, um, that's, I feel like that was a good choice, Philly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I,
3: like, I mean, I, I feel like whoever your doctor is, the Mayo Clinic is a good choice. Absolutely. Like that's, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah but yeah. but in this case, like, like absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Like Dr.
3: Was... Nick on The Simpsons sounds like you would have been a better choice.
0: <laughs> I remember saying, like, I could take things pretty harshly. Like, I could suck it up. Like, cause, you know, that's just, I'm used to having kind of a harder
2: exterior. But when it comes to your health, I don't know. You don't really have a hard exterior. Like, yeah. I don't. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, well, it's nothing you know. could control. Like, something attacked your body, which already feels pretty crappy like you feel i don't know i haven't had that happen i'm like putting myself in that situation i would think that like you feel like your body is betraying you yeah and then like to get like oh and by the way hey fatty like oh my yeah. god yeah. like that's just awful oh i just remember
0: saying i'm not the fattest person in the world and the doctor goes indeed
3: and i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like normally this happens to like sixes
5: you know, five sixes like that's you know.
3: So once you get to like seven eight, like then you're probably okay. Like what the fuck is
5: wrong with this guy?
2: A guy, yeah. he sounds like he's not the most socially like yeah. in tune kind of guy. Yeah. 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 So, that
5: was
2: the initial experience. Yeah.
0: Um, so I went on like a crazy diet, like crazy, like the kind where you like eat only five hundred calories a day of protein.
2: But now was this um, because the doctor said to do that, or was this? because because you were yeah. like having a reaction. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah.
3: So like a, a doc- real doctor told you to do this, not this guy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> okay. just to have like a baseline okay. and then okay. to see if weight
0: loss, like drastic weight loss will affect it. And it did. It actually did affect it in a good way. Like, I know. So I don't know. Like, they don't know how it's connected to it. They don't understand it, but they know it is. So I can tell you. Going through all that did make it really hard to sustain a career as a prosecutor. It did. And maybe other people, other kinds of lawyers can like check out at the end of the day. But I guess in the line of work I was doing and I couldn't check out. So it was like I need to take a step back and just kind of maybe make lawyering like part of my life, not like all of
2: my life which it really was. And like focus on health, focused on like what I love to do, like other things. I'm interrupting and I apologize for that. But I feel like when you're saying that you almost sound apologetic. And I just want to say that as yeah. a person who is too hard on myself, I feel like you're being too hard on yourself. Like you can't <laughs> compare how you are to somebody else because nobody else is going through what you're going through. And, and that and
3: type of law has, is, to, I mean, the stakes yeah. are got to feel so high.
2: That's so much pressure on your back, like to get it right. And like I mean, I personally appreciate that you cared as a prosecutor because sometimes you see instances where people aren't I don't want to be mean, but they're not necessarily checking everything to the degree that they should be and caring as much about what the end result is then. So personally, from my standpoint, I appreciate that you were that kind of person and that it, it bothered you, you, you know, I mean, I think that's the best kind of prosecutor. So to me, that was a good thing that you were that into well thank you
0: i appreciate that <laughs> it did take a while like actually it took i could say it was depressing and i think i wrote that when i like told you I, I think i went through depression right after i don't know if it's because sure. i identified so much as a lawyer and i don't know yeah. what is wrong with lawyers but we do that yeah like i think a
3: lot of people do that especially in certain professions but i'm sure a doctor or an attorney like that's their identity right you like, spend
2: so yeah. much time yeah. becoming an attorney And, you you know, you had this goal and you worked toward it and you achieved it. And then to have to take a step back, it's like you question everything. I don't know how you wouldn't feel that way, I guess is what I'm saying. I really don't. Yes. And that is exactly what it was. It was like, what the hell am I supposed to do now? And then you kind
0: of blame yourself. And I'm only sharing this really because I think that like other people, they have this thing where they won't leave a crappy job or like a job that's not working out for them anymore. Yeah. And I don't understand that now because like truly my body was like, I, you have to leave or you will die. I mean, like <laughs> this is killing you, but there are people who like get hives before they go to work or suffer panic attacks and they still do this job. And I don't understand for what really, <laughs> because, Like, especially in 20, after 2020, it should have really taught us, like, you don't have to do a darn thing you don't want to do anymore as far as career-wise. Like, if it's not aligning with purpose and your goals and your values anymore, or
2: if it's just taking too much out of you, don't do it. Like, we have a very short life to live (laughs) we do and I think a lot of people are changing jobs right now having said that I think just because I'm sure somebody's going to say something about it I think that there are also a lot of people out there who find themselves in situations it's not easy to transition to something else like, and maybe they don't know how like maybe they yeah. don't have the skills
3: it's also the devil you know right you are just like yeah. you know like well I, but I know what it's like here right what if I go somewhere and it's worse and it maybe it's less money or the hours aren't as good or whatever like you know there is a lot of you know just kind of momentum
0: yeah there know. is but
2: i do think 2020 just made people go not another day yeah i agree i agree a lot right. of people came out of feeling like that i mean people are changing jobs left and right yeah but you mentioned to me that like People were not very supportive of you in that career. Yes. Like when you brought this up and said, "Hey, this is going on," it wasn't like they rallied around you.
0: I don't want to overly reveal too much, but I got, and I don't want to curse, but this is like I'm Irish, like half Irish, so
2: yeah, I are fine. Kind of, like
0: a, <laughs> so I got called in, and I've never been called in for like something my whole career, and it was because like I over did something as far as preparing for cases for when i was going to mayo clinic so it was kind of like i got like don't want to give too much of a pause but like
3: like mm, reprimanded yeah chastised
0: yes And it was at a time where I'm like, I'm on these like mind altering meds, everyone, I was pretty open about it, like what was happening. And I just remember going, what the heck now you're going to do this? Like after all these years and and all that, and I I remember saying like, I feel like I told you I wasn't doing well, like maybe you could have moved me like when I got diagnosed, like to an easier type position where it's like more just writing or something like that. But I felt like it was kind of a setup to eventually lay me off for like reasons just because I was sick. I'm like, I think employers, like they're not allowed to do that, um, (laughs) obviously, but so they try to craft these
3: other reasons.
0: Yes. Like I know my like legally what's allowed and what's not, but I feel like that was like the groundwork. right. And then I came back from Mayo Clinic and then I was like put in a position where it was a lot of writing because that is what I asked for. But there was like all these people that like covered their cases for them. Like they didn't even reach out while I was at the Mayo Clinic. They didn't show up at my office to be like, welcome back. We're so happy. Everything's okay. Like nothing. There were like days on end where like I went to my office and like no one would come in and lunch would be like, nobody would try to do lunch even in the break room or anything. And then I would leave and I would talk to nobody. That's no one.
3: Persona non grata.
0: Mm. yeah that's heartbreaking it's like, it really hard for me because it's yeah. like worse if you're if you're working at home and you're alone it's like that's okay right it's like you already that's how it's supposed to be i guess but like right. when you're in a, a, a like an office with like 90 100 other co-workers about your age you know all like trying cases and doing things like kind of sad the, <laughs> it's yeah, just,
3: well yeah <laughs> there's a difference between being alone and being ostracized
0: yeah yeah that's yeah. kind of what happened yeah and i don't mean to be like woe is me because maybe like I went inside a lot during that time of sickness. So it could be because I wasn't available
2: to other people either anymore. And maybe a combination, you know, and sometimes people don't know what to say. You know, sometimes it's like. I worked with somebody and, you know, her son died, her teenage son died. And I felt really awful for her. But I didn't know what to say because I felt like saying anything brought it up. And that's hard. And she had lost a son and I had lost a sister around the same age. And so I felt like, oh, I know what my parents went through when they lost my sister. I felt so like I wanted to do something for her, but I had no idea what to do. And it's not like we were close, you know, so I just said nothing. And I mean, I don't know that that's how people felt about what you were going through. I'm sure there was a sense that you got. So you were there. (laughs) You you were the one living it, you know, but maybe it's some kind of combination thereof. It probably was. I just
0: knew, like, yeah. And then (laughs) so shortly after that, here comes back Crohn's. So I came back from Mayo Clinic in January. And then in May, Crohn's came rallying back. So, like, you know, as things were going well and I started finding, like, feeling better again, then part of my small intestine had to come out. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> like, so, it was at that point where I'm like, you know what? It is time to quit. I, I've never quit a job before unless I was, like, going to college or something. Never quit. Like, I quit. <laughs> I was like, Done. Like, no notice, no nothing. I just was like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> I was like, I'm happy to give you my two weeks notice, but I'm going to be, like, recovered. From surgery, right. yeah. doing it. So I, I really don't know what to tell you. So, that it took a lot of courage. Yeah. Uh, I guess to any of your listeners like should I quit or whatever? I can empathize. I guess with them as far as like how much inner turmoil you go through with like changing careers or like just quitting a job that you thought you were supposed to love because it. This really was a lifetime goal for me. Like this. Is Absolutely. My dream, yeah. So. You don't,
3: I mean, you don't become a lawyer by accident. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's you got to set out to do that. And you were. So- you work hard.
2: Yeah. You work hard to yeah. do it. So did you have insurance somehow, another way for you to be able to still have your surgery? Like not to get too oh, yeah. in the weeds, but yeah, I'm kind of well, anticipating what somebody's going to ask. <laughs> you're going to get that. Yeah, no. You're going to get DMs about this. <laughs> I have
0: a very supportive husband who is a federal government employee. So he has great insurance. So I'm very thankful that I actually blessed to have that like ability to be able to do that yeah. and just focus on health for a little bit. So he was very supportive. I mean, there were days where like, I don't know, like, between being just the job and the surgery and all that stuff, like, I would just, like, cry into my dog's, like, legs. Like, it's like she knew when the time comes for mommy to cry because she would just, like, give me her legs on the couch and I would just, like, cry on top of her. It was so pitiful. (laughs) I was a sorry state, but between the dog and my husband, I think that was the cure um, for (laughs) all that was ailing me.
2: (laughs) Wow. So when you had your small intestine, like a portion of that removed, did it take like a while for you to recover from that or? Yes. So after like I lost the weight, like to get the
0: brain tumor going now, like I could barely like walk anymore. Had to get my health back though, because at the time, like I just gotten back in the shape, God darn it, you know? And so I was running, starting to run again and bicycle a lot. I had finally figured out how to clip in. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Like indoor uh, or outdoor? This yeah. point it was outdoor, okay. yeah. And I was like, gosh, gosh darn it. I like, oh, I just figured this out. I used to like leave my, you know, shoes into the outdoor bike and then somehow like try to get in and I'd stabilize against my car and I did all this stuff. I'm like, oh, you know, now I can't even walk anymore. So uh, how so depleting. Yeah. And so because of like all these health issues, I can tell you COVID was probably, not probably, I would say it, it, it got me a little scared. I live in Florida, so I don't want to get, again, overly political, but we are a state that pretty much stayed open, like, the whole time. We're and, Missouri. Oh, so we yeah. are you. Yeah. We yeah. You. Oh, oh, same really? thing. I grew up in St. Charles. that's, oh, that's, that's funny. A I worked. in St. St. Charles. I work for
3: St. Charles County Government, so that's my... Get yeah.
0: out of town, really. Yeah. I grew up in St. Charles. That's so nuts. I, Mid-Rivers Mall was, like, my hangout spot. Yeah. Was... <laughs> we know. We yeah, know. Yeah, very familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was the, my first kiss was at Rivers. Mall. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During Titanic, I remember. Oh, oh my Titanic.
3: God. <laughs> well, it was three hours. He had plenty of time That's to work on his nerve.
2: That's true. He, <laughs> he could make his move very slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Did he do the yawn and drop?
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
2: I was
0: ready. I I, was time, you know. (laughs) That's adorable. (laughs) I'm blushing, you. But yeah, so COVID was kind of like was. I think maybe a little more scary for people with autoimmune issues and things like that, because I definitely didn't want Crohn's to like come back again or any of those other. Usually when I get sick, it affects me like much harder. So like my husband bounces back and I'm like bedridden. So COVID was scary and I couldn't like go to the gym anymore. I just wasn't willing to do that, even though they were open here. And that's about the time my brother donated. His bike to me.
2: <laughs> that so, is so
0: cool. So, and he I he know. wasn't using it. No, he moved from Michigan back down to Florida, and he's like, "There, I bought it for Michigan to deal with like the winter." Gotcha. He was not like he didn't buy it for him to like you know it wasn't his primary.
3: Yeah, it was for mostly we- was, like bad weather.
0: Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, bad yeah. weather
3: usage. Yeah,
0: yeah, and so he basically was like, "I think he might dig this." I was like, "Really." Let me try it. And then I got on, and it was like, I was hooked. I was <laughs> it was like, game on. I'm like, oh, you want like $4,000 for the tread too? Okay, take it. <laughs> I'm like, Game on. We actually changed a whole room in our house. So it was like a master bedroom and then like an ensuite suite or something like that, I guess mm-hmm. you call it. But I converted that to the gym. <laughs> now, nice and close. Just
3: roll out of bed and get a workout in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's now like a beautiful, like I even have like cold towel service with like a mini spa refrigerator in there. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're messing around. Yeah, you are not. Yeah. I love that. Wow. Yeah, and I've got even a water like filtration jug thing so I don't have to go like downstairs to fill up my water bottle. So like
2: I could just like have it right there near the bottom. Now is it infused and- with lemons like at the spa? Like do you have on the Do no. You
3: make there? the whole room smell like eucalyptus. <laughs>
5: I do.
0: I do put essential oils. I do. That's awesome. <laughs> I do. It's mostly because, like, I don't like the smell of my husband and my sweat combined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, no, no, no. We got to discuss <laughs> this. Because here's the fun part: he works out with me, like in the gym, and then, like, sometimes. <laughs> He'll be like doing push-ups as I'm on the treadmill and just like staring at me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But like not in a creepy way, like in a supportive
3: way.
5: (laughs) I don't
3: know. She's like, hmm, sometimes.
5: Sometimes
0: it's creepy. We actually we had had talks about like workout time. You can't creep me out. Like, and, don't make eye contact yeah. during workouts. Yeah, like, like stop watching me. Like, That's God, you're me oh, he, he is a character. He's funny. But like I told, I think I before we start. I don't know if you want to post this or not, but. He, his max workout on the bike is 15 minutes. His usual is five or 10. And he will go to 99 to 100 output the whole time. And he will just try to like smoke that cool down ride. Like I, that is like.
2: Really I don't, I don't get it. I don't get what he's trying to do. I don't understand. But you know what? Peloton can meet you wherever you are. So yeah. he's happy. That is all that matters. <laughs> I told him that. And I go, you know, he goes, I just cannot think
0: about being on a bike. Forty minutes, and I'm like, I feel like you can, because like, well, maybe if you didn't go so hard out of the right? gate, you yeah. could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slow down, dude. <laughs> so, and he only rides with Olivia or Kendall, and I'm like, hmm.
3: <laughs> you should sneak in and filter it so it's all like Dennis Morton and yeah. Matt Wilber's.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> those
3: are the only rides he sees. I don't-
0: you wouldn't know how to figure it out. Yeah, really see, wanted, that's what you, you know? do.
3: And then while he's taking a Matt Wilpers ride, just do push ups and stare at him.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Although he'll probably dig it. So Yeah, yeah. It could so backfire, be careful. <laughs> or it could be amazing. <laughs>
0: like, this is bonding time. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's not time to bond. I love it. But the fun thing about Olivia, like, I like her, but she's not, like, she's not my top. But Michael likes her because she has this laugh. So she'll be like, you know, I want you to increase your output to 70. (laughs) And like... (laughs) I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but she does when she's like, you really know, what? Trying
2: to I, you. I don't actually ride with Olivia. I will take runs with Olivia, but I don't take rides with Olivia because she changes the cadence and the like resistance a lot, like a lot. And I don't feel like <laughs> I mean, maybe it's better with her power zone classes. I haven't taken them. But the way that she makes all the changes, it just it doesn't allow me to settle into the ride, you know, so I like her runs, but I don't so I've never noticed the laugh, but maybe that's part. of them. She does it on the runs too. She does it on the runs. Really? She,
3: now okay. you won't be able to unhear it. Yeah, You'll I bet that's the case. Time. I bet yeah. that's yeah. the case.
0: She'll be like, it's time for an eight incline. <laughs> 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 no, it's not.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> when did you get the bike and the tread? Like where are we talking time um, frame?
0: June or May of twenty twenty was the bike, and then like the tread was 60 days later. Wow. Like, yeah. You
3: were all, I'm in. A yeah. You yeah. Were all in, man.
0: <laughs> I was in. Yeah. I put, I'm like, zero percent interest. I'm like, yeah. hello. Like, I know
3: exactly I just, how this conversation went too. It was like, okay, so, Zero percent interest, but also since we already got the bike, that's kinda like if we bought the tread, that's like getting like seven thousand yeah. dollars worth of equipment for four thousand dollars. So it's really kind of a deal.
2: She saved him money.
3: Yeah. Like I, I did. I know the conversation. Okay. <laughs> like
2: yeah. And I
0: was like, well, twenty twenty we didn't have any races. So like that saved like a ton of money because I'm in you near know, Orlando, so I do like Disney races like every single oh. one. And those get expensive. Yeah. The last I registered for the wine and dine in November. It's $368. Whoa. Yeah. And then the hotel and all that stuff. And then you eat out. And so, yeah. So I was like, all the money we saved last year for not doing races, I'm going to do put on the treadmill.
3: (laughs) So I can do more races. (laughs) I know. I I know. I know. I'm I'm familiar with the talk.
5: (laughs) It's
0: wonderful but the palatine is like I love it so much. I bought all the clothes and that doesn't help either. So I didn't save money there. Yeah. Well. yeah. <laughs> when-
3: I'm familiar. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Your husband and I should start a support group.
2: Oh. <laughs> well- he doesn't understand the whole cheetah pant capri obsession. So, well, like, I don't think anybody understands that. Why are you paying yeah. $400 for a used bra? Like, why? Why? Unless I saw one for 600 Six hundred. No, 600 Oof, that's, this- that's crazy we've yeah, gone into so, the dark side when that yeah. happens, but you know, the bottom's about to come out on that because I'm pretty sure they're about to drop that new one. So <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: I, I saw that picture with
0: Robin and I was like, Oh boy, they're bringing back the cheetah. Print. Yeah. yeah. So, time. Like, People should be making six hundred dollars on a pair of like leopard or che- is it cheetah or leopard? I can't really tell. I don't know. So, I don't know. We'll just say the cat, yeah. cat print. <laughs> uh, what, what, what. So I tried to explain it to him, like you know, this is like a thing, like health and clothes sometimes pay for themselves because if you want to resell them <laughs> ever, you almost retain like full value. And oh he's God. like, "Have oh you my.
3: ever sold any?" And then you are like, "Well, uh, no," but well,
2: I, I not yeah. yet. But let me uh, tell yeah. you, I sold a whole bunch of she mine. She did, and she, she
3: made good money. I, i
2: made very 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 good money because i hadn't sold anything in like four years and so i have stuff from like four years ago which is really hard to find and i made good money i was very happy she did. Did yes that's yes. awesome <laughs> that's awesome you know that's what it's for
0: I'm, oh and he doesn't get the whole like collecting the card because oh. i do that too yeah so, of course you do yeah. like who doesn't do that <laughs> who are the people yeah. that don't do that i do that i don't do it my husband doesn't get it. So just wait till he sees them because I'm doing like an art project of sorts. But they're going <laughs> to be like, they're going to be drawn across the gym. Yes. Like, oh, nice. Attached to the
2: ceiling kind yeah. of thing. So he will have to look up and like see all the cards. Put them where,
3: where he's staring at you. Yeah. He's got a Yeah. He's got Distract
2: a, him. Yeah. So what has Peloton been like from a social support, like kind of changing your thought process? Like what's all that been like? Yeah. So I can tell you what Peloton did for me was all these instructors i
0: don't think you could talk or if anyone were to interview any of them every single one would say they're living their best life i'm pretty confident that there's not one of them that was like could have envisioned that this was going to be their life but they know for a fact that this is their best life that they are living right now and that kind of carries through and it lets you know or let me know like you can live your best life too like you can go do this. Like Robin quit being a lawyer and never
2: look back. Like I, I absolutely. Mean, so it's funny I how feel- many
3: lawyers look up to people who stop being lawyers. It, it says a lot about being a lawyer. It does. I know so many lawyers that are just like, oh, and then they just stop being a lawyer. <laughs> and it's like it <laughs> I'm like, Do you need a moment alone? I'm like you're really excited. <laughs> like
0: it's almost like just celebrity status already. It's yeah. Like it just stopping being you stopped. Yeah. What do you mean? We, we can actually, do
3: that. Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> but man, I after you stop. you put all that time sure. in. Like I actually I really get that because it's that sunk cost. The sunk thing, cost you know? fallacy. It really yeah. is. It's hard to quit, you know? Even if you know, like you said earlier, it's hard to quit something even when you know it's gonna make you better, because you spent all this time and Gosh, darn it. That was supposed to be the dream. So what now? Right. (laughs) What now? And then I was like, oh, how
0: about just like living happy and healthy? Can't that be the dream? Like, and that being just enough. And that really was what Peloton kind of pushed me through. Like, as far as I was told this, I knew that this was the truth. But something about these instructors, that's how they influenced me. That they let me know that, that I'm enough that I don't need those labels and that just like being the healthiest self and like waking up every day and like taking on the fitness challenge and physically moving your body and getting out of your head a little bit. That's like what life's about. So I think Peloton, that's what it taught me. And any of those instructors, any of them, like even the ones that I don't typically take, I know for a fact that they would say, you're doing good. Like you're complete, exactly as you are. That's awesome. And yeah, that's how I feel about them. I think they're fantastic, all of them. Just wait, like good hiring. That's all i can
2: <laughs> <laughs> John Foley knows how to hire people. <laughs> just wonderful. Did you like start another career or are you home? Like, is that your full-time no, gig? I ended up just opening my own little practice. So I do still practice law, but it's
0: kind, it's totally shifted. I typically do a lot of guardian and litem work. So okay. it's yeah. Okay. Yeah, so people are getting divorced. And the child, the judges in Florida don't want to hear from the child. But sometimes the child has something to say about where they want to live and when and what. So that's typically like, my job is like bonding with the kid and talking to them and doing some investigative work. As far as like, is there one parent that like helps with homework? Is there one parent that has no idea what's going on? And it's just trying to pay like less child support. And that's pretty much what I do. And I write reports to the court and testify on behalf of the child. So on what I believe is the best interest of the kid, specifically during like a divorce case, which is already like a tough time for people. So you're Mm. not seeing their best.
3: (laughs) Well, I'm familiar. uh, Yeah, we've had
2: our own GAL. I've written (laughs) written more
3: than one check to a GAL.
2: Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, Well, I hope it was a positive experience. By and large. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for the most. Um, part, absolutely. Yeah. To the kids, we always explained it like that's your attorney, right?
3: You no, know, that's that's, that's that your it's attorney. It's like mom has a lawyer, dad has a lawyer, and now you have a lawyer, so you your interests don't get Lumped lost in. in the shuffle. That's right. But while we're in there battling it out,
0: yeah, yeah, and doing what you guys have to do. I mean, that's honestly like I don't really I don't blame either side for you know everyone wants their kid, so typically that's why they I get hired is because everyone wants as much time with their child as they can get. So yeah. ultimately that is usually how I tell the kids, like your parents love you so much, so much that they like want to make sure that, you know, you get to have your say in this and that, you know, they want you to, they even spent the money together to have me come on board. So yeah, know. we didn't really spend some- it
3: together. I wrote, I wrote all those checks, but,
2: <laughs> but
3: I get your larger points.
2: <laughs> they're 50-50 split. I guess in your case no. <laughs> no. Uh, we could yeah. tell you some stories but uh, <laughs> I think it's a little different too in Missouri because in Missouri when it's like contentious issue there were like things on Tom's ex wifes stand. you know her side she had a drug issue like that that's not like up for debate that was factual yeah. and whenever that occurred it was like the court was hearing one side of the story from her that sounded very different from Tom's and so yeah. they assigned us one and so since she didn't have any income that became Tom's responsibility. Yeah. so Gotcha. Yep. That happens here a lot too. Yeah. I do
0: investigate alcoholism, drug issues and stuff like that too. I mean, you know, it's one of those things though. It's hard to tell because people show the best selves to the Guardian. Absolutely. Typically. Absolutely. Oh yeah. No, uh, we've, she, we've she, watched. She sh- yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I do try to like see through people and like, that's part of the fun, I think as the Guardian, just yeah, seeing where people's intentions are. So yeah. Yeah. it's a, I love being a guardian, I think. And I don't I don't regret the shift at all. You know, I go to trial. I've been in trial a couple of times, but they've all been Zoom trials. So it's been I never thought that I would be doing Zoom trials. Like, Let me tell you. So it's a good
3: pivot, too, because it's still like using your legal acumen to help children. Yeah. Children specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, it's a great gig, and I'm like, why did not I do this before? <laughs> like, this is like, oh, so easy compared to like the lifestyle that I had before. I mean, before it was like I would wake up at five in the morning, yeah. you know, and do the commune and all that stuff, and heels in the courthouse, and now with the kids, like, it's actually encouraged. For me, when I meet them, like I wear like a Disney shirt. Uh, <laughs> you want to be know, approachable. I sh- yeah. I show them my toys and it's in my office. Like <laughs> I, I have a lot of like Disney things in there and a lot of Marvel comic <laughs> thing
2: characters. So kids seem to like that immediately. And, I bet. Oh I'm my sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that makes you very approachable. That's awesome. Yeah, the stickers, they love <laughs> stickers. Like, well, you know, I, holy was, cow.
3: I was also thinking it's got to be interesting because like you finally have a clientele where they're always innocent right yeah. like because yes. like when you're an attorney like whether you're prosecution or defense there are going to be times when you're on the wrong side quote yeah. unquote right. you know what i mean yes. they're going to be if you're a prosecutor there're going to be times when that person's innocent and we hope you lose and there are going to be times where you're defense where they're guilty and we hope you lose and the, here's a situation where your clients you always want that client to win yeah. cuz they're dead yes. and you just want to end up in the best home life that they can possibly have
0: absolutely yes it's yeah. a great gig. I yeah. love it. And it, give, it gives you ample time to like do other things. So that's really what Peloton encouraged me to as well, because 2020 was like rough. You know, a lot of people weren't fighting. So over children at that yeah. point, they were really trying to just like come together the best they could. So business wise, I was a little scared. And then another like opportunity came and I started an outdoor adventure company with a friend of mine. So it was really awesome. And. You know, Peloton, again, encouraged me with that because I think it was Kendall, one of her mental health rides that like, gosh, what did she say? I wish I could quote it. I should have written it down before this interview. But <laughs> there, let me just tell you, there's something she said in one of her mental health rides that was like, oh, yeah, go ahead and just do it. Like, do the thing. So we started it. It's called She Can Adventure. And basically what we do is women specifically tend to have like a fear about going outdoors, specifically like hiking. Camping, scared of bears, snakes, specifically in Florida. Um, okay, yeah, alligators, yeah. that would be terrifying. Gators. <laughs> uh, and they don't spend a lot of time outside. So we created like a retreat situation where we're together. And we have guides and things like that. Last retreat, we had orienteering. So they were left with a compass
2: and a map trying to figure out how to get
0: out of the woods. And ah,
3: someone pays yeah. to do that? Ah, you, I,
2: that's scary to I, me. I, I'm like, no. I literally get lost on things I should not get lost. Yeah. I mean, I, I just started a job a couple of weeks ago and I've driven it obviously a couple weeks worth of times. And I literally turned the wrong way when I was leaving. How do you even yeah. do that? How? How? Yeah. I did. <laughs> she
5: does.
2: We, we teach you not to do that. That's part of
0: the fun. I'd love to see you at the retreat. Yeah. (laughs) you're with guides the whole time but they kind of let you make your mistakes and then of course we have paddle boarding and yoga and can't like hiking and general stuff but like the orienteering was by far a lot of reports came back that that was like the most positive experience for them that was well out of their comfort zone so we started that company so i love it i love teaching people who would never think that they're good at that and then they end up being quite good at it the girl who won the competition had never orienteered before her whole life oh Oh, wow wow. yeah so she was fantastic i don't know there's some of that girl (laughs) she's better than me
3: so So she started her own company and now she's your enemy
0: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it'd be my dream if like my brother and her would date. I was like trying the whole time to push my brother on her.
2: <laughs> oh, you're a
0: matchmaker there. too. And yet oh, another okay. job opening for her.
5: <laughs>
3: Never ending.
0: I was like, I want you in my family. You're so cool. This
3: could go the whole, full circle. So, like, mm-hmm. they meet your adventure company. Yeah. And then you put them together in your matchmaking company. Uh-huh. And then when they get divorced, you can figure out which one gets the kid. <laughs> <laughs>
5: You
0: just gave me, like, my, the whole money-making, like, yeah. game right there. Like, like, I win it every turn. You, you do. do. You do. Aww. Now that's recession-proof right yes. there.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so uh, what is your leaderboard name?
0: So uh, My leaderboard name is Masta Manifestor. M-A-S-T-A-M-A-N-I-F-E-S-T-O-R. <laughs> 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 okay. And my hashtag is BexBeast because Bex is like my absolute favorite. I have a, quite a few favorites for different things, but I would say Bex would be the best instructor for me. And there's something about her running that it just seems so effortless. Sure does. So, <laughs> And it probably is quite effortless for her. Mm-hmm. But the way it translates for me is like, when I'm running, I don't feel like I'm running that much because like, I don't know, there's something about like, I don't even hear her breathing. Like, <laughs> it's just like, I, you could tell she's running. And then it just kind of goes so smoothly that like, On Saturday, I did my first 60-minute run with her. And I did it. I mean, it's 60 minutes of running. And I'm like, this has been a long time since I've been able to go like this long, especially on a treadmill. That's not usually like my thing, but like, wow. And it just felt effortless. Like, And she just kind of made it go by. And Kendall, when I really want to get beat up, just like, oh, you want to emotionally like go on a roller coaster and like leave going questioning like... (laughs)
3: like, (laughs) Starting a new career. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Ken, Ken, I feel like Kendall will do that to you, so don't listen to Kendall unless you really want to make like life changes, um, <laughs> like and personality mood shifts. Like, don't do Kendall if you don't think you like if you don't ready to transform like a butterfly. You need to just not do Kendall. And Emma Lovewell for her music, I just think she has. I'm a '90s music fan, and I think her '90s rock rides are like my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome! <laughs> yeah, they're great. And then, oh, yoga is a DT. So I, I do a lot of the platforms. In case you can't, you know, can't <laughs> tell that you can't forget about yoga as like a supplement to all the craziness that you're doing to your body. Absolutely, um, so a DT is
2: probably my favorite yoga instructor. Fantastic. She's wonderful. Yeah, all the instructors you just mentioned are wonderful. I mean, really, all the Peloton instructors are wonderful. We're so lucky to have so many to choose from.
0: Yeah, and if you can't find one, like based on your personality. Like something's wrong because there's just so <laughs> many. Like you have to find one that you like. Like for heaven's
5: sakes. So, like,
0: <laughs> like for my husband, it's just purely looks-based. So I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, it's totally superficial for him. So.
5: That's okay too. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever gets him there, gets, yes.
0: That's right. Yeah. he's on the bike. It gets him there. Well, you know what's crazy too? I mean, it's not crazy, but like it's not fair. I work out so much longer. <laughs> Yeah. And I eat healthier.
2: And he looks amazing. I hear <laughs> I
4: don't you.
2: Under- I, hear I-, you.
4: Not- I don't get it. <laughs>
2: it's, it's like men just it's I don't know, they're like programmed from a DNA perspective that it's just easier to lose weight and to keep it off. And yeah,
0: yeah. And he eats, like, meat, like, so much meat that it's, like, I don't, like, so much red meat. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And then he chases it with, like, Coke. (laughs) (laughs) And? (laughs) it sounds like, this sounds normal. That's what everybody eats, right? It's not just
5: what everybody does.
0: And then he walks around, and he looks so great. And I'm, like, here I am, like... <laughs> and then, like, I'm told, like, "Oh, you're fat, and that's why you have a brain tumor." It's just kind of like, what the heck? It does seem unfair. Yeah, that seems a little off. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's crazy, but you know, I appreciate. I want to take this last few minutes because I know we have a time constraint, but I wanted to say thank you for your podcast as well. Aww. I do look forward to it on Fridays, Crystal. I appreciate your laugh. <laughs> I feel like it's very genuine. I don't tend to hear a lot of laughter in my day-to-day. Like, I really try to bring people around my life that are very, like, laughy. I I would say that laugh easily. It's a very good attribute to have. Thank you. So I appreciate that you have that because your laugh is kind of contagious. Um, (laughs) It even comes across, like, in the podcast where I'm like, I start cracking up. uh, (laughs) I honestly wish I could have met your the guy. What is his name? The the one that you always have in the first. Oh, um, John Miller? Yeah,
5: yeah. Yeah. How
0: are you
2: doing? How are you do <laughs> It's so funny. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he brings energy every he week. Does. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. <laughs> he says how are you doing? <laughs> I start, I
0: can't even stop. Like, it's just, <laughs> so, <laughs> I appreciate you making like a whole podcast about Peloton. Like, uh, and I'm sure Peloton appreciates it too, but like, it's some does. days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it depends <laughs> on what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Some days less
3: than others, maybe, but yeah.
0: Yeah. It's such a great program. And they like, we're so weird. Like the Peloton people, like, okay. So Bex, like, for example, we call ourselves flamingos. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you, you know I that. Do, so. I do. I actually like wear a flamingo necklace. Oh, look um, at that. And I got a like. She liked one of my posts Mm -hmm. that was connected to the Vex Beast. And I like started crying. (laughs) And my husband is like, get control of yourself. What is wrong with you? (laughs) There's just something special. There's like a magic sauce in Peloton that I just don't know how to describe. Because like only something like that. Like, it has to be special to bring, like, somebody into tears over social media like, like, I don't know. It's just-
2: I mm-hmm. agree with you. There is something special. And it's hard to describe. I mean, it's a lot yeah. of things, but it's hard to say exactly why it's that way. And-, and I don't know. But whatever it is, I hope it never goes away.
3: <laughs> and maybe he'd understand it better if it was one of those instructors he stares at.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe if it was Kendall, you would have gotten him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what it is, but and I even like wear flamingo shirts. I have like oh. a flamingo figurine in my office. Do you change your profile picture to the flamingo when you ride or when you run? I, I did when she was competing for the Olympic marathon trials. Yes. And, and during Pride Month, there was like a flamingo with the pride color. So I did change it to the flamingo at that point, too. But typically it's just like a me smiling um <laughs> <laughs> like i'm like overly smiling probably with well, doing so pilates what do you Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh i'm running that's so pretty <laughs> i'm running
0: you know (laughs) and and it actually feel i feel like even with just the training between all of that like i'm fully capable i don't have to have like a formalized training plan that a lot of people do when you're training for like these big races i just feel like i'm in consistent enough shape where i can do it so that's cool that's a great place to be yeah that's really great Yeah. So I, you know, people don't need to like take it so seriously, especially if you're signing up for these like Disney races and stuff, like the likelihood that you're going to be like top five or whatever is Probably not likely. So, why don't you just like really have fun with it and get yourself like good shape and just don't lose that luster? Because I think if like if you wake up and you're like, God, I have to do three miles today, like that will like lose the joy of the whole like point of doing it. So, just like waking up and going, Oh, look, Emma's got a 90s rap ride today. That's enough. Like, <laughs> like that's fine. You know, I'm going to do that. So, Anyway, but I really hope that like this help people um, maybe going through health stuff. I'm sure that there are plenty of people who have gotten COVID who probably don't even feel like back to themselves yet. So I just want to encourage them that getting physical and out of your head a little bit probably will help get through some of these health situations that you're going through. I do encourage people to go seek help, like counseling. I wish I did personally during Absolutely. that time. Because crying into your dog is
2: (laughs) well. But (laughs)
3: But then your whole house smells like a wet dog.
2: No, I'm a big fan of, you know, talking things out. And I think that if people are struggling, that is good advice to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Don't let your career kill you. Like, that's the other
2: thing.
3: Absolutely. For sure. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you
3: so much for joining us today. Before we let you go, remind everybody where they can find you if you would like to be found.
0: Sure. Okay. So Master Manifestor, and it's M-A-S-T-A because er was too long sure so go figure and you can find me at shecanadventure.com and i did talk to my partner and if they mention the clip out if they want to register for the retreat in february we're going to give them 10 percent off oh wow wow that's incredible well thank you yeah no problem like i just would love to see if people would register and come check it out we do running hiking yoga meditation orienteering (laughs) and we are concerned orienteering so if you want to get like dropped off in the woods and like find your way out with a compass this is your retreat
2: Um,
3: (laughs) more power to you
2: that sounds terrifying but that's good I mean it's good to go outside your comfort zone
3: totally I I absolutely get what people would might want to do it but me personally if all I would want is a refund
2: (laughs) Tom's like this is too much work I'm getting the sweats just thinking about We all know you don't like to sweat, song. I do not. <laughs> You'll never get lost again.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, it happens. Like This was just to talk about Peloton and how wonderful it is and how much it changed my life and just made everything better.
3: Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your clearly busy day to join us. We yes. appreciate it.
2: Yes. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you so much.
3: So I guess that brings this episode to a close. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week?
2: Uh, next week, we have an interview with Michelle Karoulis. Uh She is a doctor who does sports psychology okay. and it'll be a fascinating conversation
3: awesome well until then where can people find you people
2: can find me on facebook at facebook.com slash crystal d o'keefe they can find me on instagram twitter the bike and of course the tread at clip out crystal
3: and you can find me on twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe find the show online facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there like the page join the group and be sure and sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep fettling.
2: And running.